I'm Buzz Knight, the host of Taking a Walk, Music History on Foot. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a review as well. On this episode, we have an actor who was part of a TV series that captivated us for many years, Steve Sharippa, best known for portraying Bobby Bacala on The Sopranos. He's also been part of Blue Bloods, and he hosts two investigative discovery series as well. And he, along with Vincent Pastore, otherwise known as Big Pussy, and Michael Imperiali, otherwise known as Christopher Moltisante, are playing theaters across the country, including April 1st at The Strand in Providence. Welcome, Steve Sharippa, to Taking a Walk. Buzz, how you doing, pal? How are you? I'm doing excellent. I feel like I I know you from uh, all of the time that you spent in my living room over the years. <laughs> uh, maybe you do, Buzz. <laughs> so what about Steve is similar to Bobby Bacala? Anything? Uh, you know, yeah. I think uh, I'm a family guy. Uh, Bobby was certainly a family guy. He cared about his kids, cared about his wife. So we certainly have that, uh, you know, uh, in common. Uh, Steve is much smarter than Bobby, uh, thank goodness. Uh, and, uh, you know, Bobby was a nice guy. And uh, he kind of fell into that world. He, you know, he uh, his father was in it. And he fell into it. I don't know if he would have uh, been a wise guy if uh, it wasn't for his dad, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'd say uh, being family guys. Do you uh, pinch yourself just realizing that you were part of something that was so friggin' special with The Sopranos? Well, yeah. I mean, it's hard to get on, you know, it's hard to get on any TV show, period. Even the worst show, people have no idea. You know, people have no idea. Even the worst show that you go, this stinks, I hate this show. The work that goes into that and how hard it is to get on that show, right, as an actor. And then to be lucky enough in the right place, right time, and prepared and lucky enough to be on that show, which is one of the greatest, if not the greatest show in TV history, uh, is something. Yeah, I very much am aware of uh, how lucky I, I am and how things line up in the universe. Because, you know, I, I came to New York for a wedding. Uh, I auditioned then. You know, I don't come to New York for that wedding. We're probably not talking right now, you know, Buzz. So, uh, you know, it's kind of like that. But, yeah, I absolutely pinch myself. And it's still going, and just to be a part of that. And it was an incredible experience all the way around. And not only being on the show, I mean, I, as the years went on, my character got bigger and bigger, you know. And, uh, you know, here I am <clears throat> playing with these guys, you know, uh, that I, you know, watched on TV. It's and you guys- a little... Uh, you know, a little bit of an out-of-body experience. Lightning in a bottle. And you guys all on the cast seem to just really enjoy each other. And now, to this day, you're having fun with uh, Vincent Pastore and Michael Imperiali uh, going around and uh, having this inside conversation about the Sopranos. You're having a blast, aren't you? 
Oh, it's a great, it's great. It, you know, we've been doing it for years, different versions of it, you know, and uh, now we do it, we do it about once a month. Uh, we, it's a comedy driven show. We show clips, we show slides, we tell stories, behind the scenes stories that you only know if you were there, you know, we take uh, questions from the audience, uh, we have a comedian, Joey Cola, opens the show. He answers some uh, questions that, uh, you know, popular questions that we answer. We tell stories, and uh, it's a lot of fun because every show is different every night. And we've been packing them in. We sell out most places, and, uh, you know, we've been doing it for a number of years. We went to Australia. We did a seven-city tour there, and... Uh, you know, we're going to be in Boston March 11th and then Providence April 1st. Oh, man. It sounds like so much, so much fun. So I have to ask you, the soundtrack to The Sopranos and the music was, uh, you know, just like the whole show. It was just crafted so tremendously. And um, the way some of these songs just, you know, were unearthed, or uh, certainly for me, newly discovered or rediscovered songs like Living on a Thin Line by the Kinks. And of course, the theme, you know, Woke Up This Morning from A3. I remember Space Invaders from The Pretenders, Ramblin' Rose from Nat King Cole, so many of them. So as a, as a cast member, when did you finally see the music scoring piece take shape did you know along the way these no were- no absolutely not not until you watch the show on a sunday night we were not privy to any of that i watched the show on sunday like everyone else uh david chase and uh and a producer named martin bruce lee who was in charge of that david chase is a musical you know savant you know uh he, he played i believe drums as a kid and he is a, uh, that is his world, you know, and I, by the end of the show, the budget for music was half a million dollars a show. Oh, wow. Which is unheard of, which right. is unheard of. And, and, you know, he got what he wanted. Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you know, he, this is what he wanted. This is how it was. Uh, we had interviewed Martin Bruce Lee about the music on our podcast. We we have, uh, well, it's over now, but it's still out there, Talking Sopranos. Uh, me and Michael Imperio had a podcast that did like 250,000 people uh, an episode. Uh, and uh, he talked about the music. And, and you know, there was a, it, was a, it was not easy. It, t- it was very tedious. And, uh, you know, which one, what to use, including, you know, Don't Stop Believing at the end. There was uh, numerous choices for that. Uh, so uh, the music played a, played a huge part of the success of the show, you know. Yeah, and you don't think of these uh, songs without thinking of the Sopranos, right? I mean, really. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I love the podcast that you guys did. I think it was spectacular. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So then... Our brother from another mother, Stephen Van Zant. Uh, how special was it uh, being with Stephen and, of course, Silvio Dante on The Sopranos? 
Well, Stevie's a terrific guy. He's just as nice a guy as you could find. Very generous guy. And, you know, when we went back to watch the shows after I hadn't watched them in so many years, I appreciated his performance and his character so much more. He was so good. So, so, so good. Uh, and and Silvio was the uh, glue that kept, you know, the, the crew together. He was the smart one. He gave good advice. He was very smart. He wasn't uh, yeah, of course he was a murderer, you know. I mean, but uh, you know, he was smart. He thought things out. He was the perfect uh, consigliere to Tony Soprano, as he is to Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I absolutely, I love it. I think, uh, boy, the the character he played. Uh, was just so spectacular, and he is—he is a great guy, super, super sweet. And then, please tell me how it was working with the late Jimmy Gandolfini. Uh, Jim's a terrific guy. He's a nicer guy. Uh, as great an actor as he was, he was an even a nicer guy. Very generous. I talk about that in the show, uh, how generous he was to all of us. And, and uh, you know, he paid off people's mortgages and uh, he gave people money, people that he didn't even know. And he did it anonymously. Just a wonderful guy. Just just a lot of fun. We had a lot, a lot, a lot of laughs. Uh, you know, together. I miss him. Were you in awe of just being uh, on on set with him performing? No. Can't, you can't be in awe of someone when you're acting opposite them. That's not going to work, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I certainly appreciated his, his uh, stuff. He was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But, you know, when you're on a set and you're working, you can't think in those terms or you'll never get anything done, you know. <laughs> You're right. And then you've uh, migrated off to other great work, uh, Blue Bloods, and uh, also uh, you've got a couple of Discovery series, investigative uh, discovery I shows. I did. I created some. I created a bunch of shows for them, and uh, I've been on Blue Bloods for eight years. Uh, and I got to work later on this afternoon. It's a wonderful show. I've done over 127 episodes of that show, more than double the Sopranos, and we shoot here in New York. And that's a wonderful cast, and uh, just, just, just uh, happy to be a part of that great show. You know. And I was on another series with Molly Ringwall years ago, right after The Sopranos. I've been very lucky. I've been working steady for 23 years. And, uh, you know, we'll see how long we could keep going. And who's been most influential to you as an actor, um, you know, as you've studied acting and, um, you know, look to kind of create your, your own voice? You know, really no one. I mean, I talk to Michael Imperioli, we're close friends, and I talk to him. You know, I'm not a very actory guy, you know, like a lot of people are. There's a lot of actory people that don't work, they just act that way. You know, uh, you know, I talked to Michael a lot. Uh, I was in a movie that he directed and wrote, uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, I go to him, we talk. You know uh, about stuff. Otherwise, I just do my work. You know, I have had 
two great acting coaches over the years, Richard Scanlon and the Joanna Beckson, you know, and, and I just kind of do my thing, you know, Buzz, I don't, I, I don't like talk about it. You know, when you go, you'd be surprised when you go on auditions or you're in uh, a room with a group of actors, you'd be surprised how, uh, you know, everyone's trying to outdo each other, you know, especially well, actors that don't work that much. <laughs> yes. Well, I have to tell you, you make it all look very easy, and I know it's not easy. And uh, I'm so grateful for uh, the work that uh, that you've done and continue to do. And I appreciate you being on Taking a Walk. Thank you very much, Buzz. Yeah, good luck to you, and we'll talk again. You take care. Thank you. Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.